0: and welcome to how to survive your life. I'm Molly Merwin and I'm joined as always by Daisy Earl and Kaylee Cassidy. This podcast takes inspiration from the news, discusses it, debates it, and gives you top tips on how to survive everything. Welcome to How to Survive Your Life. We are episode 11. I am your host and judge, Molly Merwin, and I am joined as always with Kaylee Moon Cohen-Cassidy and Daisy Earl. And today we are talking about cues, the British pastime. We'll get to that in a minute. Moon Cohen, how are you doing today? How's your week? How are you surviving? I'm good.
1: I'm in my new flat now with oh. my friend and it's really nice. And I did the move. I'm still tired, and I'm still living with all of my stuff everywhere. But I'm doing it slowly, but slowly. And yeah, it's funny because when I was moving, I looked like such a hipster because I didn't have any boxes. I just had tote bags. <laughs> 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 so it was. A, I looked like I had a lot more stuff than I did because of the way I packed it. And then I also discovered a really fun new sound, and I wanted to. I wanted to share it with you. And can you okay. guess, Can you guess what it is? I'm going to try and hide it so you can't see it on the video. Okay. Should we close our eyes? It's really nice.
0: It sounds like a like a Tic Tac or a chiclet.
1: Okay, so you thing. think it's chewing gum or Tic Tacs? What about you, Daisy? I'm going to say the same. I thought Tic Tacs. Cocktail sticks.
0: Ah! <laughs> it's a it's party. A yeah. <laughs> it's everything you need for a party. It's a cocktail in.
2: Yeah. I like the have a theme for me now.
0: Yeah. Oh yeah, that's your new theme tune. New theme tune. Yeah. <laughs> nice. I also feel like with moving, you'll probably have the stuff in the bags for like weeks. You know what I mean? That always happens. Well, I don't know. Mm. Do you think, how long, how quickly do you unpack things?
1: Um, I don't know. Like, I think it was such a weird move because the girl yeah. whose room, she was in the room still because she needed mm. to move her stuff to Ireland. She was waiting for the van. So we were like living amongst so it was was a really fun move it was really interesting and special and um yeah so it was just I reckon I will get going on it today a little bit and then tomorrow it should be done. nice, nice.
0: Daisy how are you how are you surviving?
2: I'm good it was my mum's birthday this week so we've had a lot of fun my mum it's funny because my husband bought her this like fancy fitbit but then I got her. Well, I got her a top, but then I got her these like helium balloons. And I don't know why, but my mum was so taken with having balloons. She was like, because they're the big like foil ones. She was like, I've never had balloons before. No one's got balloons uh-huh. to be before. She was so excited, and I thought, bless my husband. I was
0: like, we spent hundreds. <laughs> <laughs> I just got some balloons. So, um, I yeah. love balloons, mm. like. I think I'd prefer balloons over flowers, like for a gift. Oh, yeah. When I got my master's, I told my husband, I was like, all I want are balloons. Like, that's all I want. Aww. And he was like, I don't think I want to have time to get those, yada, yada, yada. And I was like, okay, that's fine. <laughs> and and because sure, he came to see watch my dissertation, and then we had like a small ceremony afterwards because c- – we're having like a big graduation later which is now canceled because of covid but anyway and um he showed up with balloons and i was so happy and those suckers lasted for a month wow uh, that's a I, quality in, balloon. I know a long time But it it's a yeah. long time and uh he's like i think you need to take the balloons down now it's the new year and i'm like never <laughs> yeah i was with your mom on that one i love balloons Do you, you should think work in a balloon shop I yeah. should. I should. It's
2: quite a, a weird concept, though. Do you know what I mean? Like, who was the first person that was like, I've got this material and I can fill it with air. Yeah. be a bit of
1: colourful air. Do you know what I mean? It's, it's science, awesome. isn't it? Fascinating. Yeah. Science.
0: Mm. <laughs> capitalizing on science yeah. Love it. yeah but also
1: do you remember when you were little in the playground and you'd like put a note in a balloon and let it go flying off and see whose balloon went oh, yeah. further that's oh, yeah. so bad for the environment though like it's like yeah. awful of course I've never thought about that way. we're all there like setting off these plastic balloons and going mine always ended up on the next street
0: <laughs> <laughs> didn't go very far I was like no I want to be with you yeah <laughs> Yeah, Balloon Cohen. <laughs> <laughs>
2: that seems thing is better. The new time. one, Balloon <laughs>
0: Cohen. Okay, ladies. Well, today we're talking about queues because as people are coming, well, actually, even during lockdown here in in the in the UK and then in other places throughout Europe and even the US, a lot of grocery stores were limiting how many people are allowed in, so there are queues outside. And then now that things are starting to open up, there are even more cues, And uh, and also, I'm really excited about this one because when I moved here, I didn't realize how important the queue was to the <laughs> British society. <laughs> you guys have it down to an art form. And should you not queue or should you not Respect <laughs> the cue, there will be shame.
1: Yeah, like it's really fun that if you see a true. cue, it's just like, oh, I'll get in that, might be a free thing. <laughs> <laughs> Oatly (laughs) giving out free hot chocolates. And then you get to the front and it's like for a bank or something. (laughs) Oh, great.
0: I could tell I'd really like a properly transition because I was on, I was going to, uh, to school one day and it was, you know, busy rush hour and I, I was on the Victoria line. And some people were coming over from another line and they just jumped the queue. They just, they got ahead of me and I was so angry. I was like, there's like I mean I didn't say this obviously I was properly British and just thought it and you know looked at them I was like there's so a cute and you have jumped it
1: I think this is so interesting Molly because what uh-huh. you said is that it, inevitably like you didn't even say anything but you felt all this internal anger towards yeah it and probably okay. tutted right <laughs> <laughs> because actually there was a, I read an article and it was saying how P, you can probably just push in because people probably won't say anything to you I mean if you're oh, yeah. unlucky if you get an unlucky one but probably people won't say anything like on the tube when that last person jumps in and you've been yeah. waiting there and it's rush hour and they've just oh. squeezed into the little crevice that you thought you couldn't fit into maybe celebrate that person and go well done for that
0: there <laughs> 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 honestly usually I don't care I'm just like I'm just gonna wait for the the next one because trains are pretty fast here comparatively but this is one day because I had I had been waiting for four trains and this person just comes yeah. in and I'm like so <laughs> anyway
2: Molly, well, I like how much you're still feeling that do you know what I mean I, <laughs> you're still
0: angry it's still there how long ago was it you know what this has probably been like eight months now amazing you're feeling. Fully- yeah. Ring,
1: ring <laughs> ring ring oh no somebody's on the phone oh it's <gasps> the person it. that pushed in front of you <laughs> in the <laughs> yeah. time Molly they're saying they're sorry yeah oh thank you I forgive you I can just let it go now I can let it go don't you like that my phone goes ring 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 ring
0: say that what year is it no just kidding yeah Uh, also let's be honest there's been nothing else going on in my life for the past seven months six months so uh well, that's how long... I see time has lost meaning. Uh, I guess. Excuse me. Didn't you just like start a new podcast and <laughs> become a judgment and like nothing's yeah. going on in your life? Fair, fair, fair. <laughs> But I haven't been on like, I haven't been on the tube since, you know, a long time. So there's nothing else for me to get angry or talk about the tube about, you know? <laughs> anyway, ladies. Okay. So people are going to be getting in queues. They're going to have to be surviving them. They're probably going to be rules and they don't even know it. Let's, let's get people through this. If you're just tuning in, welcome. How are you? Thanks so much for listening to your friend or your mom, or your grandma that recommended this. If you are back, thanks for coming back, man or woman or non-binary pal. We welcome <laughs> you and are happy to hear you. Let's see anyway so every week Daisy and Kaylee will bring three top tips and we will have three rounds in which each will present their top tip the other person will rebut I then give two points for whichever top tip I like that round I may also give a point for the rebuttal or if I really 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 like the other top tip for some reason I will give another top uh, another one point for that also I may just throw in points whenever I want to because I I'm the judge. I will be willy-nilly with things. Willy-nilly. Judge (laughs) willy-nilly. Judge willy-nilly. I like it. And with that, Kaylee won last, well, not last week. Last week was Houseboats if you tuned in and that's okay if you haven't yet, you can go back and listen to that. But in the previous regular episode, Kaylee was the winner and per tradition, the winner always goes first. So Kaylee, what is your first top tip for surviving cues?
1: Okay, so my first top tip for surviving queues is always be prepared to wait in tail. What does that mean? And not in tail, like E-N-T-A-I-L, in, I-N, tail. Okay, so I really had a lot of fun researching the etymology of the word queue. It's directly taken from the French word queue, and that's based on the Latin word cowder, and cowder means tail. So queue is a tail, and I think there's many different types of tail as there is many different types of queues. So job queues, being put on hold to Inland Revenue, waiting room queues, roller coaster queues, airport queues, just sit down, you have your seat number already, <laughs> traffic jams and marmalade. Strictly Come Dancing queues. Now, I, I work at the BBC as a sh- audience steward and the Strictly Come Dancing queue is insane. People camp overnight. What? Yeah. People are intense waiting in the queue. Do they not have seats, though, on Strictly? No, because it's a lottery. So ah. you have to get it's first come, first served. So you've got the Strictly come dancing queue. The outside the supermarket queue during COVID-19 means that we wait outside, but we don't always wait inside, which is kind of cool. Mm-hmm. Ticketed queues at the deli counter and obviously my favorite one, the snooker queue. But back to the newest queue, the longer supermarket queues which are forming in Britain since the COVID-19 outbreak. They are long, like animal tails. Ladies, do you know what animal has the longest tail? Um...
2: Longest tail. Elephant. A giraffe? Yes! Damn it! Crazy,
1: well done.
2: I almost said snake there, then realised it's not a tail. They are a tail, aren't they? (laughs) (laughs) It's
1: a whole (laughs) I think snakes, actually, I I was really enjoying the etymology of the word snake, and they are a misplaced tail from a giraffe, so you were nearly right. Yes, so it's a giraffe, and so we basically have these long queues that are like giraffe tails I suppose forming outside supermarkets I think it's a misconception that the British like to queue Molly I know you said that at the beginning but we like to form Mm -hmm. queues but we don't like to wait in them
0: ah so it's
1: it's it's interesting
0: learning something already
1: (laughs) and this is where yeah this is where my top tip starts to juice how much of our life is spent waiting how much do you
0: think Oh, I've oh, I feel like I've seen this before. Uh I'm going to go You're going to go, go oh. 100 and- <laughs> I'm going to go. <laughs> Hi. I'm going to go now guys. I'm just I'm done. I'm going to go stand in a queue. I'm going to go I'm going to say 250 hours. I'm going to say 10%. No, 100% of it. Okay?
1: Because we will always <laughs> We will always be waiting for something whether it's to buy food, receive a text from a lover or Godo. Life is one big wait. I looked at closeronline.co.uk and they said specifically 6 months of our lives are spent waiting in line for things. That's 3 days a year spent queuing up Waiting is full of negative associations, huffs and puffs, tuts, leg tapping, and for God's sakes. But what if we use that time to do something else instead of getting frustrated with the waiting? So we can reframe the way that we experience waiting by being prepared with something to do. Listening to a podcast, our podcast, meditating, reading, knitting, talking to somebody in the line. I mean, now you might be wearing a face mask and they might not understand you, but hand gestures could be just as good. That's how they do it in Italy. They're okay in Italy because they have a dictionary for gestures. I think we often say killing time. And I think that's negative. It's the wrong vocabulary, really, because often we think that we haven't got enough time. If waiting was upgraded to something exciting, like, "ah, you know, I can't wait or... I can wait. Woo! Maybe there would be less queue jumping, queue fights, and there'd be more queue loving. So, uh, my top tip is just to be prepared and to have something to do because you are going to have to wait. Life is one big waiting room, don't they say that? And we may as well enjoy the queue while we're living it. And that's my
0: top tip. Lovely. Great. Thank you, Kaylee. Daisy, your rebuttal. Just, uh, well,
2: firstly, I'd like to say I very much enjoyed. When Kaylee said, this is where my tip gets juicy, there was just a level of self-confidence in that that I thought was um, <laughs> enjoyable. <laughs> I, the, I sort of agree. Okay, the only thing I would say is that I think sometimes having nothing to do whilst your wait is quite good for sort of creativity. I always find I sort of can think of jokes when I'm doing literally nothing. And for me, because I'm always distracted, that's one of the only... Queuing is literally one of the only times that I'm not, you know, playing on my phone, reading a book, or, or you know, watching telly, or just doing something distracting.
1: But you are doing something because you're thinking of jokes. Do you know what I mean? You're like, you're really lucky that when you're queuing, you've, you've, you've got something to do as a comedian. You're like, oh, I can like think of that. You know, always what you You mean. Yes, but I like, I like what you said. I think it's nice.
2: We've been nice (laughs) to each other this week. What's happened?
0: I was gonna say, guys, I don't don't know how I feel about this. I don't know how I feel. This is very unnerving. I don't know if I should encourage it, I don't know if I should discourage it. Imagine
2: if all our competitiveness was just because Kaylee lived on a boat and I was deeply jealous, and now (laughs) we're on dry land and the jealousy's gone. We're like, oh, good, yes,
0: (laughs) yeah. We will have no podcast. Yeah. <laughs> podcast is over. I think it's because I saw um, Molly trash talk and I was like, that's
1: horrible. I'm not doing that.
2: That's <laughs> so funny. <laughs> uh, Molly was brutal though. It wouldn't, this podcast would not work if, if uh,
0: Molly wasn't the judge. <laughs> <laughs> I will say you guys, you guys make it look easy though. Like it's a different brain, a different thinking for the rebuttals and the and the debates. But anyway, She's we digress. Daisy. As we usually wow, do. what is going on? Every, I room. know.
2: We've been, we're having a weird day.
0: Guys. Oh, what, is it a full moon out? I don't know. Anyway, okay. Thank you, Daisy. Thank you, Kaylee. Lots of trivia in that one, Kaylee. I feel like yeah, we should do a a, should. a pub quiz after this.
1: Yeah. Well, we should go and do a pub quiz together when we can. Yes.
0: Yeah. We, should do, we could do a on. virtual one. Yeah, let's find yeah. a virtual one. But, hey, let's keep the niceties okay. to the minimum. Okay, bitches. We are I in know. a competition. Yes, <laughs> that's what I'm talking about. That's what I want to hear. Okay, Daisy, what is your first top tip? My first top tip is never get in a fight in a queue.
2: Because I always think if you're going to get in a fight about anything, before you do it, just take 10 seconds to think to yourself – Is it worth it? And by is it worth it? Think, if I was to tell my great-grandchildren about this and I was to say, (laughs) I've only ever got in a physical fight once... If you say it's because I was standing up to racism or someone was being very bigoted or sexist or I was at a political rally, your grandchildren would go, wow, granddad, you're my hero. Gran, good for you, fight the good fight. If you say Mm. someone stepped in front of me at Tesco and I just lost my mind, they're going to be like, wow, so you used to be an actual lunatic. (laughs) And weirdly, and I think it's obviously because of... It's an unusual time because I never, I mean, maybe they were there and I just never saw them, but I did have a bit of a dig around the internet and I couldn't find any articles until lockdown and COVID of people getting into fights in supermarket queues. And I suppose we didn't queue like that before, but there were still, you know, queues at checkouts and going out. But basically, people, it's, there was a guy up in Middleton near Manchester, a 21 year old, who basically, that everyone was like queuing, doing the two meters apart, being normal, and he just wanted to walk straight into the shop, and he ended up there was like a huge fight, and then the police had to come along. But there was also another guy in the Midlands who then he got arrested because he jumped the queue in the supermarket staff, who, bear in mind, are like key workers at this time, mm-hmm. were like, "You can't queue jump." This was in Wolverhampton, and it's like, well, that's fair enough. It was, it was in a. It was at the beginning of lockdown. This was in April. And the guy who was 34 years old, so that's just like two years older than me. So, you know, like old enough to know better. The 21 year old, mm-hmm. I'm slightly more sympathetic, but not by a lot. He was told you can't jump the queue. And instead of going like, okay, fair enough, get to the back or just leaving. He then keyed supermarket workers' cars. He went to like oh, the staff. that's horrible. Isn't it? That's so mean. an asshole. Such an asshole. So, yeah. So don't, don't, get into a fight over fucking queuing like who cares but i i once having said this um (laughs) when, when when i was at university drunk me this is the only time i've ever been in a fight in my life and this is this is my point this is something i would not be proud to tell the grandchildren about I was queuing in a nightclub for the toilet and women's queues are mystically long. Like, it makes no sense that you can stand in an hour in a queue in when you're clubbing for the toilet. Anyway, so I was near the front and this woman, she was like this tiny little blonde thing, just like sassed to the front of the queue and stood in front of me. And I said to her, and I was really polite, I was like, hi, sorry, we've actually been waiting for ages. Could you... Not push in. And she was like, okay, you fat bitch. (gasps) (gasps) No. I know. And then, drunk me, I took this when I was at uni, my friend was there, and she had a pint of cider, and I poured it over this girl's head. (gasps) <laughs> but honestly, it was carnage. And I shouldn't have done it. I should have just ignored it. I know. I should it. be encouraging
0: that behavior. Either. I know. I'm like, yeah, Daisy.
2: But I was just, I was really drunk. And then this <laughs> yeah. little girl, she just threw herself at me like an alley cat. And I, I'm much taller than her. And I, I didn't want to fight with her. So I just kind of put my hands up. But then my friend, I kind of at some point had hold of her top, but I was just trying to stop her hitting me and my friend pulled her off me and I had hold of her top and basically her top ripped. So then she's just there in her bra yeah. Okay, at least Yay. she was wearing a bra. Yeah, but it was like, I was like, this is no way to live your life. So then I just left because I thought, you know, this is not, the optics of this don't look good. I, I look like i sort of assaulted her and I'm, I'm really not trying to. So I, I left. But the weirdest thing was I, because it was quite a small, like a campus uni, I, because I'm deeply cool, joined a gospel choir at uni <laughs> And she was there with the friend and I was like, oh my God, this is so awkward. And then she chatted to me and she, bless her, because she was obviously very drunk as well that night, did not know me from Adam. She was like, oh, oh you're new. It's nice to meet you. And I said, like, oh, nice to meet you too. And I just, I didn't have the heart to say to do you remember how you lost your daughter that Saturday night? Well, that was definitely me.
0: Um, oh my, my goodness.
2: goodness.
0: I know you but- never told her oh
2: no never never she I mean she <laughs> seems by day like quite a nice girl but Aww. but yeah just I wish I had just let it go though and just gone like do you know what she's a bit rude she jumped a queue. like I wish I'd actually just said nothing I wish when she just pushed in I had just sort of because it's one of those things that it never matters that much do you mean if someone pushes in you're gonna wait what an extra 30 seconds like it doesn't matter. But somehow when I was younger, I'm much more chilled out now. I'm older. Younger me did not have the concept of some things don't matter. So that would be my advice is just never a cue is never worth fighting over
1: ever amazing
0: thank you daisy kaylee your rebuttal
1: it's not gonna happen daisy you're not gonna get me to say you should fight in a queue <laughs> <laughs>
2: every week i try I know, like,
1: <laughs> I, know. I know that's why i was like i want to hear this yeah.
2: so, <laughs>
1: i think you should beat the shit out of each other no yeah i think <laughs> that i i think that if you are in a queue a queue, if you jump to queue maybe like some people have access needs and requirements and that, you know there's there's reasons why sometimes people go to a front of a queue there's reasons why they don't but like if someone does start a fight with you in a queue it's probably because a lot of other stuff has happened to bring them into this like sort of rageful situation so you can just look them in the eye and say are you okay are you having a bad day and that will calm them down it was a top tip from russell brand who is a big hippie.
2: He's king He's king of the hippies, isn't he? He's king of the hippies. And also, he was a fighter. I bet you all have a secret WhatsApp with Russell Brand, <laughs> king hippie.
1: Yeah, he sends us, like, mantras every day. Yeah. Today's mantra was, <laughs> beat Daisy. <laughs> Not up, just beat her. That's There's me. that
0: competition I know in life. Yeah, he's back. Okay, okay, thank you, ladies. One thing I will say to that, though, is sometimes you jump the queue and you don't realize it. So I would like somebody to say like, oh, I mean, be nice about it. But like, oh, hey, there's a queue back here. Yeah. Just putting that out there. But it is it is tricky because everybody's different. Not everybody's nice. Anyway, okay. Really good stuff here, ladies. Really good stuff. Uh, got lots of points to give out. Lots of points to give out. Ooh. Okay, so first I'm going to start with the the two points. And I'm going to give that one to Daisy. Woo-hoo. Never get in a fight in a queue. I think we all can agree with that. It ain't worth it. Ain't worth it. So two points to Daisy for her first top tip. I'm going to give a point to Kaylee just for all the trivia and preparing us for our pub quiz, all that great <laughs> trivia. I, I'm giving a point for that. And then to Daisy, I'm also giving another point because I'll just be honest. I've never told you guys this. I love how Daisy says lunatic. It's probably because <laughs> you have an accent different than mine, but every time I'm listening and I hear Daisy go lunatic, I'm just like, oh, I love why is she yeah. saying the word lunatic so much? That's my question. I don't know. She does say it <laughs> a lot
1: though, actually.
2: <laughs> I think you're right. I do say it too and much. And can yeah, I just say, say
1: can I just say that Luna means moon in Spanish? So let's just say that's another Would you like a fun fact around that? Apparently, this is this is absolutely true.
2: I'm not making it up. Apparently, the reason that Luna and Lunatic are linked is that people do go mad, apparently, at full moons and crime rates go up at full moons. Prisoners, like prisons, would always have more problems at full moons. And it's to do with the tide. So it's to do with the fact Mm -hmm. you've got water in your body and the moon, in the same way it pulls out the tide from like the sea, is meant to pull on the water in your body and can make some people... Yeah, so that
1: is actually... And ring, 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 ring. I think Uh-oh. that night, that, there's just got a text from that girl <laughs> from that night uh-huh. when you threw a uh-huh. pint of cider oh, yeah. on her. Yeah, what'd she say? It was a full moon. <laughs>
0: I'm feeling exonerated. <laughs> and my cat's named Luna. And when she's being crazy, I call her Lunatic. Oh, oh
1: that's really cool um, And when she has ticks as well. Mm.
0: She's clean.
1: Yeah, but Lunatic, <laughs> I'm joking. Tip. Oh. That's just funny. Thanks, thanks. <laughs> that, no, it
2: was. It deserved more. I think he just didn't understand it. <laughs> I
0: didn't. I'll be completely. I called honest. her cat dirty. Yeah, Sorry. I <laughs> I was like, That's my girl. Okay, great. Okay, so we are at three to one currently, but it really is anyone's game as we know how this goes. So, with that, Daisy, what is your second top tip for surviving cues?
2: Well, for my second top tip, I actually, I surveyed my family a bit on their feelings on queues. And I think it said, yeah, uh, yeah, it was like a little bit of qualitative research. I think it says a lot about my family and their personalities. So my husband's only bugbear with queues was the lack of order when you queue for the bank. So he's like, if people queue for a cash point. they don't queue in a normal way so like sometimes you end up you don't know where the queue starts people will stand like four feet away but they're still in a queue and sometimes they block the street and he just I mean he could be quite particular and so I found it funny that he just had one queue that and it was like he was unburdening his soul like all these years (laughs) he was so glad finally someone was talking about the anarchy that is the cash point queue <laughs> um, so yeah so that that was my my lovely husband's contribution. My mum takes queues very seriously and she said that and it was something this is maybe one of the most Scottish things she ever said to me that she used to find that queuing in Scotland because everyone where she lived knew each other you'd hear people being like you see you must behave and I'll tell your mother I tell your grandfather like <laughs> everyone would know everyone so you could never get away with anything and she misses here I think having that ammunition on people that she could threaten to tell their grandparents <laughs> but yeah so my my mom's thing about queuing though that I think has been quite impressive in lockdown has been that she's become quite zen about queuing quite sort of you know a slightly buddhist kind of freed from desire thing going on because my mum hates queuing what we have done on several days in lockdown is Gone to queue together at the you know the supermarket or whatever it is, seeing that there's a massive queue, and she's gone, oh well, we don't really need whatever we're getting. Say we're gonna have sausage and mash for dinner, and we were, you know, there were things we were going for. She went, Oh, well, we don't really need that. I think I've got some pasta in the cupboard. So I think she's actually freed herself in many ways, some sort of (laughs) consumerism (laughs) in a capitalist (laughs) society by realizing that everything you think you need the minute that you're going to be inconvenienced by like a half hour queue, you're like, but do I really need sausages? I do not. (laughs) My dad likes the two meter distancing and he likes face masks. And he told me that was purely because he does not like talking to people, be that at home, like myself or in public. So I think him for my dad, the the dream is face masks and just distancing. I mean, he's been he's been voluntarily socially distanced for years. So he's um yeah, he's quite glad that everyone's now adopting this. For me, the only cue that really gets me, obviously now that I've mended my drunken ways of getting angry about toilet cues, the only cues that get me incensed are the ones that are, you know, like if you want to cancel like your phone contracts, if you want to call a company. To, to stop them taking you your money, because I think, and I've tried it before, sometimes if I want to, like, because you know how you go through all those choices at the start, and it's a robot, and it's like, press one if you want to end your contract, press two if you want to do this or that. I always press the button that is renewing my contract, even though I want to cancel it, because I swear you get to a human being faster. I think they make a longer call queue, if you're doing something they don't want you to do, like
1: not giving them money. How interesting. I mean, yeah. it, it's that, not, I, that must have to have changed now because that like, mm. yeah, it feels, cause do you remember when you used to like sign up for a free Amazon prime, for example, and then yeah. it'd be really hard to cancel it. They wouldn't remind you. So you'd end up just paying. Mm-hmm. Well, that that's yeah. like a breach now. And like, they have oh. to make it, more accessible for you to. Um... I didn't know that, so maybe that has changed. Because, but no,
2: it seems it's it just seems really. Um... But that's purely anecdotal. I don't know that yeah. for sure. But when I, I've always found that, that if I put in a more positive yeah. call option, I get there quicker. But I don't understand why they play you music that will make you crazy. So you are just, by the time you get to them, oh I remember God. having the most, I used to be signed on to Match.com, which is like an online dating thing. And I wanted to cancel it because I'd basically, I'd used it for about a month, didn't really like it. So hadn't used it. And then they automatically renewed it at six months. So Mm -hmm. I rang them and I said, look, you can see on my account. I don't want it. Uh, Can I cancel it, please? And she was like, well, you'd have to pay for it. She said, we do it for your convenience. You know, it's your convenience that we just auto renew. And I thought, this is mad. I said, if I was in a pizza restaurant, I ate one slice of pizza and then didn't eat any more. If you brought me another pizza, you'd seem mental. I was like, Mm -hmm. I didn't eat it. So I'm not using it. Stop stop sending me pizza and she was like I'm sorry I'm not really following the conversation (laughs) it's like (laughs) it's about pizza woman okay (laughs) and it really annoyed me because I at the time I really felt like I'd struggled with commitment but I was just tied to you know match.com for the rest of my natural born days so I it really yeah but that's the only cues that get me a
0: call cues
2: but I I yeah I think be more zen and question whether you actually need the thing you're queuing for that's my tip number
0: two. Excellent. Thank you, Daisy. Kaylee, your rebuttal. I hate you. <laughs>
2: <laughs> it's my new way of winning, Kaylee, is just making my tips so in line, so on brand with the things you feel <laughs> that I'm literally trying to bait you to say that you like hate the environment, you want everyone to be angry.
1: <laughs> um, <laughs> no comment. No comment. <laughs> Thank you, Kaylee. Excellent.
2: I I knew I'd get there eventually, Molly. I've broken Kaylee. Oh, man.
1: I'm just going to be very zen about this, and I don't (laughs) need to rebut something that I believe in. There you
0: go. You're the bigger person. And um,
1: Daisy should stop lying and pretending that she's zen. That's all I'm going (laughs) to say. And it's all lies.
0: Especially when she's telling us about the cider gate.
2: Yeah.
1: Cider Gate. Cider Gate definitely shows I'm not sending it.
0: Okay, Kaylee, with that, what is your second top tip for surviving queues?
1: Okay, so my second top tip is if you are impatient and there's no way out of it, then don't shop at Aldi. (laughs) Aldi doesn't use a serpentine queuing system. The serpentine queuing system is longer, but it means the person at the front of the queue gets served by the next available cashier rather than lots of little queues for each cashier. Now we've all been in a situation, right? Where we're in not the serpentine queue, Mm -hmm. but the little queues and we're in a queue. And then we're like, that one's going faster. I'm going to go stand in that one. And then Mm -hmm. suddenly that one's going faster. So we go back to that one and it's just chaos. So the serpentine queue is really good. It's a massive, massive long tail, but person at the front gets served and there's barriers to stop queue jumpers. Mm.
2: This is the most passionate I've ever heard Kaylee sound about anything. (laughs) It's about queuing.
1: (laughs) Queue, queue, queue. (laughs) So if you are impatient, there's some things that you can do to get to the front of the queue quicker. Have cash on you because the cash queues are quicker than the card queues. More people are using contactless. Bring your own bags because you will save time from trying to peel one little plastic bag away from another Because they do get stuck and you might have to lick your fingers and do it. And that's not very good during COVID-19 outbreak. Wait in line with other men in front of you because men give up easier than women (laughs) am i right (laughs) pure sexism but why what like why have i specifically picked aldi well i love aldi but if i go there i have to accept that i'm gonna have to wait for it they have really good vegan food there and really nice cheap cashew sort of bars and i love them but like I, i will have to accept that if i want those cashew bars i'm gonna have to wait an hour and a half which is like Uh, 15 pounds really, isn't it? In a working day for me anyway. Mm -hmm. Aldi don't have self-service checkouts which make queuing quicker. So you have to be served by a cashier and people often go there for a lot of stuff. So you'll be waiting for longer. Aldi do a really good garden furniture range. And it's been recently in the news that people were queuing for hours to get the hanging egg chairs. Do you know what a hanging (laughs) egg chair is?
2: Yeah. Yeah,
1: they look like bird cages.
2: I really wanted one and my husband said no.
1: <laughs> yeah, this is this is what happens. A lot like everyone wanted one because they were 150 pounds. And they were like, this is a bargain. So there was a queuing system set up online. And I read this on the Liverpool Echo. And there was a queuing service online, which people waited up till like four in the morning just to wait in line to get a number in order to try and get a hanging egg chair or some of the Aldi's garden furniture. Loads of people didn't get anything. Some people got some stuff, but currently all of the garden furniture is sold out. And Aldi is, um, yeah, it's cheap. It's, a, it's an affordable place to shop and it's good stuff, but you will have to suffer if you're impatient. So there is a whole theory behind queuing and it's called the queuing theory. Imagine.
0: <laughs>
1: so are you a balker, a renager, or a jockeyer? So balking is when you decide not to queue if it's too long. Your mum's a balker, Daisy. <laughs> <laughs> dare you Um, she's zen but she's a balker reneging is giving up and leaving the queue oh maybe your mum's that can we just leave my
0: mum out of it (laughs) balking and reneging sounds like the same thing i i thought the same thing when you said it but basically no it's different because basically if you're a balker you get there and you're like no fuck this no yeah 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 Oh yeah, she's a balker then. And then a and a renegans, like you get in the line and after ten and minutes. And then you you're give like, up. Yeah, 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 yeah.
1: Okay. And then jockeying is when you leave your queue because you like the look of the shorter queue. I do that. I do too. And then you switch between cues because you think it would be faster. Who's jockeying? me I I do do. that and I always lose I always lose too and then I'm just because because I'm always like the one who's in the queue where like it's short but like everyone's got an issue like someone's got an egg that's cracked and then the man's (laughs) counting out his pennies on the counter and then a woman they they close the checkout and go for lunch you know and then there's even somebody chatting up the cashier and you're like can you just oh I just want my cashew bars so yeah so and also I thought I'd make up my own um, supermarket term so (laughs) (laughs) supermarket dobbies What? so supermarket dobbies are people who are always like just shuffling around like not really like doing anything and can you, I just
2: say I yeah. made a, a a conscious effort today to make fun of you less I thought I'm gonna try and do more kind of improv yes man don't make fun of Kaylee the minute you said dobbies I was like no I
1: can't <laughs> I that's my nickname by the way because I apparently look like Dobby. because when I wear my hair in two buns <laughs> And he's got the two little ears. So I'm a supermarket Dobby. But um
2: nothing like Dobby and I mean that no. with love.
1: <laughs> and I've got a pointy face. Um but thank you. <laughs> so yeah, so so supermarket dobbies like are oh, basically if you're a jockeyer in the queues, the supermarket dobbies are gonna be holding you back. Yeah. So I think that don't go to Aldi if you're impatient.
0: That's my top tip. Excellent. Thank you, Kaylee. Daisy, your rebuttal.
2: So firstly that just felt like an advert for Audi. <laughs> I have never <laughs> known anyone love Audi that much, but that's that's fair enough. It's a it's a fun place. My rebuttal is not so much on the tip which seems pretty sensible it's more on the way that kaylee sets me up by building things up way more than they need to be like when she when she went well um it's actually from the word q is from the french word (laughs) queue <laughs> I, <thought, that's> <laughs> I thought it was going to be way more French it was just cute. and also <laughs> when you went uh, there is actually a theory of queuing and don't get me wrong the theory was actually quite interesting but we had the theory of queuing which is called the theory of queuing. So I just think <laughs> yeah. that if G- going to give relatively bland facts, she bland. To, Not bland, bland. Fa- the yeah. facts, the facts were bland. I retract that. I mean, if you're going to say something like, oh, well, interestingly, it comes from this thing, and then it's
1: quite predictable, it, it just <laughs> sort of slightly. Oh, but it's not predictable because you're <laughs> expecting something else, Daisy. You're expecting me to go, it comes from the French word, <laughs> <laughs>
0: That sounds Russian, but okay.
2: Um, she's bamboozled me, Molly. That's a very good point. Okay, i going to end it there. Oh, thank oh, you, sorry.
0: Daisy. Oh, okay, thank you, Daisy. Thank you, Kaylee. Really good stuff here, ladies. This is, once again, a very hard one to go with because I do agree with both of you on the surface, be more zen and question if you really need this thing. I love how Daisy brought us the concept, which is mind-blowing that queuing is actually consumerism and just capitalism all wrapped into one. So think about that. (laughs) And then also, yeah, Kaylee, great. Yeah. If you're impatient, don't shop at Aldi and I can be quite impatient. So that's good for me to know. (laughs) So, and then all, once again, all these greats, pub quiz. Information. So for this one, it's tough one, but I'm going to actually give it to Kaylee. Oh, or don't shop at Aldi if you're impatient, because I need to know that. And I think that's a top tip for anyone who's impatient. And also, I just love all the, uh, like I said, the pub quiz trivia. <laughs> also, uh, uh, you know, Daisy, I got to say, I think you missed a top tip there. Oh, yeah. And I'm, I'm going to consider if giving you a half point or not, because honestly, your top tip might have should have been press. The more positive selection to get to someone faster. Oh I yeah! I never thought of that. Anyway, but I don't know. I'm going to consider that. But for right now, I'm giving Kaylee two points. Woo! And, we now, and it's again. Ooh, it is tied. Actually, it is now tied. And we all love a tie, don't we? Because that's we all where,
1: love a tie. Um, my milkshake brings all the boat boys to the boat. Comes from. <laughs>
0: okay and with that it is Kaylee to finish us to start our final round what is your final top tip for surviving queues Kaylee so I'm quite passionate about this one I'm passionate about
1: all of them but like (laughs) this is a social cause so don't monopolize the queuing system in recent years we've seen a surge in companies charging people not to queue and I'll be honest Ryanair's priority Mm. queue is always bigger than the non-priority queue People pay for the priority queue. So at some point, everyone will pay to queue and there'll be nobody in the other one. So it's going to be quicker not to pay anyway, hopefully. I think it's unfair and it reinstates inequality because if you're rich, then you can avoid the queue. And also it sets the negative association up with queuing, which I mentioned in my first top tip of like we need to make it a more positive experience and see it as quality time with ourselves. Festival tickets, frustratingly, have started doing VIP tickets and the VIP tickets which means that you avoid queuing for the port loos and queuing for drinks and it separates people I think a festival is supposed to be a unifying experience where everyone listens to the same thing I know celebrities get backstage status and sometimes like you see like I went to Reading Festival and Edith Bowen is that her name Edith Bowen yeah she's like a radio no presenter And she was just stood next to me in the crowd. And I remember thinking that's really humble of her because she doesn't have to be there, but she wants to be there because that's the better way to listen to the music rather Mm -hmm. than backstage. But I think it's just really divisive and it creates a divide in what is supposed to be an artistic event. And again, like, it's just nice to be part of something that unifies people from all places and walks of life. Paying for the privilege not to queue, I think is crude and waiting in line. Well, I've, Sorry, finding it hard to read my writing. (laughs) I'm
2: quite enjoying it, though, because you seem like you're just so deeply passionate
1: about this one tip that you're getting like (laughs) distracted. Hey, listen, it really follows on from our class discussion last year. You know, like this is a class system and it's all like coming out of a queue Waiting in line became a thing after World War One because rationing, mm-hmm. people were standing in line to get their rations. And there's a photo of a load of women waiting outside a bakery and the, the shop's full of stuff. But all the women are waiting for cakes because wow. they should always have something to serve their man when he comes home. Oh, my God. Wow. So, yeah. So I think that the only exception to skipping queues is people with access needs or requirements, some people cannot Mm -hmm. wait in a line. And that's Mm -hmm. fair enough. Like we all have different needs. And I think that's an exception. And I don't think that person should have to pay for that exception. I think they should be allowed it. And that's their right. Instead of doing something so crude and capitalist as charging people, we should be embracing the arts while we are in line. So I looked at a website called Q Poetics, which is a project by an artist called Sky Lunagan. Cue Poetics is an example of a cue distraction and it's genius. It's like bus stop poetry or poetry on the tube. And it uses the space to speak to people at a time when they have a minute to do so. Mm. The poet, and so it says on the website, the poet and poetry in places and spaces of waiting cues, all of it hinges on the arousal of curiosity. Q Poetics does not impose a performance, a poet or a poem on those loan up to pay, purchase or pass, but works to arouse curiosity and weave dialogues through those lines in which we so often lose the will to live. Q Poetics aims to reduce Q-induced stress, promoting the link between creativity and profitability, creativity as currency. And I really... I just thought that was wonderful because they're creating like quickness as a currency, pay to be quicker, pay for convenience. But if we wait, can't we just be enjoying the currency of creativity and maybe paying for that instead? I think it's healthier and it will unite mankind more. I also read an article on The Guardian called The Rule of Six, and it's the truth about the science of queuing. And it says... Before smartphones, this led to the installation of mirrors to distract people waiting for lifts and skyscrapers. But instead of mirrors, people are just looking at themselves and that's their distraction. But we could be like engaging in poetry in the line or anything like that. So Disney World is the king of queue distractions. Mm -hmm. They make you feel like the ride has started while you're in line and they build excitement and provide all kinds of diversions in the queue channel. And Adrian Furnham, a professor of psychology, says that they systematically overstate the wait time to ensure that customers are pleased and surprised, which is the same as what Ryanair (sighs) does on flights. You know, you have arrived before time.
0: Yeah, they also charge, sorry, I don't know if you're about to get to this, but they do also have now charge for you to jump the queue in Disneyland. Disneyland. Yeah.
1: yeah. Yeah, which again, I don't agree with. So, Cuz your ticket is so expensive and that's like so expensive. Un- it's just unfair. They always find other ways to make money, I think companies. Oh, yeah. And I think at some point we just need to accept that life will have sometimes when we have to wait and yeah. we shouldn't we shouldn't have to feel like we're missing out because we're waiting in line 2 hours and we can't go on all the rides. I think that during this time when we are queuing more, we should pay for some art instead and encourage creative expression. Let queuing be an experience too. And if, if you are an owner of a company, don't divide people by implementing pay to queue
0: systems. Excellent, thank you Kaylee. Also on the Disneyland thing, sorry, I'm like not Disneyland. It's so expensive and these are families. It's like a hundred and something a yeah, ticket yeah, yeah. and then yeah. you pay for food and then I just saw an article recently that Disneyland World whatever is getting slack understandably for charging $65 for a sandwich. Wow. What? Crazy. Six, yeah,
1: 65.
0: Yes. You can't bring your yes. own food. I don't know if you still can, but I know at one time you could bring your own food, which that's of course total. you could. But it's it's so expensive anyway. I digress. Daisy your rebuttal
2: it's a tricky one because actually i do sort of widely agree with this and i like the idea of the like creativity capital because i do think that's true do you mean that that it is just valuing that one thing of going through quicker but i so i'm not going to really rebut it because i sort of agree with it but i am going to add to it in just telling you a funny story regarding this i i Was dating a guy when I lived in London, and he and I broke up honestly over this. He was designing an app called, and it was meant to be a bit like Just Eat, you know, or Deliveroo, but it was called Quicker. And I think it still exists, but it was called (laughs) Quicker Beat the Queue. And the idea of it was that you would pay a little bit more, I guess. I don't know how much more because you pay, you know, a thing on Just Eat or whatever.
0: order straight to the top and that was the idea
2: of it <gasps> when i explained to him that fundamentally the more successful his business got the more redundant it would be because if everyone goes to the top of the queue nobody mm-hmm. goes to the top of the queue logically the business model was really flawed he told me we got into a, a actual shouting match because <sighs> He was absolutely incensed. He told me that he didn't need negative people like me in his life. He needed to surround (laughs) himself with yes people, people that say yes. And he was like all up in my face about it. And he was so angry at the idea that this, you know, didn't work. But it didn't work, especially as also they have service level agreements with you through Just Eat that they have to get your food there by like within the hour, don't they? So if you... Mm -hmm was Mm. starting putting other people to the top, you would then make the other food late and then no one would order from you. So the business owner wouldn't do it either. It was just such a dumb idea. (laughs) And I decided to dragon's denim on it and he just, yeah. (laughs) But it still exists now. (laughs) No, no, I think the company, like there's still a Facebook page. So I think he's still trying to make it work, but God love him, Mm. it won't you know
0: work hopefully not (laughs) hopefully not yeah I love he's like I need to surround myself with yes people I know Um, I thought obviously he's a privileged white dude yeah you just
2: think okay find your yes people
0: (sighs) ah find your yes people okay thank you Daisy and with that Daisy you are now going to give us our final top tip for surviving queues okay well my final top tip is don't queue for
2: McDonald's because Now, I, when I was, I say when I was a comedian, obviously, I still am a comedian, but I don't really have any shows at the moment. But when I was a circuit comic and going around the country, McDonald's really lost its shine for me, because often it would be what I would eat if I was like, because they're open often 24 hours. So if I didn't have dinner because of, you know, traffic or whatever, I'd go straight to the gig. Often by the time I left the gig and was going to the hotel, it's the only thing that's open. So it really, for me, I think I associate McDonald's now with just late night hunger and not, it's not like, it doesn't feel like proper food. I always think because I drove past, I've driven past like McDonald's a few times since they've reopened. And I think because they were closed, everyone's like, oh my God, we need to get to McDonald's. But I always think that if you took a McDonald's and you removed the packaging... And we went to a restaurant together and we had a McDonald's, but it was served on a plate with a knife and fork, like in a pub. You would think, what is with this shit burger? It's not even (laughs) real. It's like this tiny little bit of meat. And I just, I don't, I don't like it. I think that it's not very good food. And I've been cooking in lockdown. And I cooked burger for me and my husband last night. And it wasn't like a homemade burger. It was just one like, you know, like a Tesco Finest burger. But I did it with like melted mozzarella, with lettuce, Mm. with Mm. crispy bacon. And it tasted incredible. And I just thought, what's the point? I think a lot of people like a lot of people have, like, I've been using an app in in lockdown to learn how to cook. And I hope that a lot of people stop kind of wasting money on, on eating out, because actually, there's so much food that you can make better at home. And McDonald's, I just think is such an odd, it's like, for me, it's like the ultimate kind of capitalism. Like, do you know that apparently a new mcdonald's restaurant this is according to seriousfacts.com and if you haven't been on seriousfacts.com oh my god it's a game changer i love it it just has lists about things you know and it's yeah just fun facts so i would definitely look up that website but apparently it has they open every 14 and a half hours another restaurant another mcdonald's opens around the world. And they started off actually doing hot dogs, not hamburgers, in the original McDonald's, which I thought was interesting. And the original mm. McDonald's didn't have fries, and obviously now it does. The Golden Arches are globally more well recognized by people than the cross, and it takes <sighs> the average McDonald's worker seven months to earn what the CEO makes in one hour. <gasps> so, yeah, it's a very—I mean—they do obviously they provide work to people, and that's a good thing, but I. I just uh, the one thing I would say McDonald's is defense is that they do have good kind of schemes that if someone you can work your way up in McDonald's. And I think that's quite a good thing. But I don't think it's good for you. And I don't think it's worth queuing for when you can make it as good at home. And a fun fact, final fun fact, re-McDonald's. They used to, in the 50s, have a man play Ronald McDonald. And Ronald McDonald back then was a bit creepy and he had a nose that looked like a paper cup. It was really like a very budget version of what you see today. But they kept having actors playing Ronald McDonald and they had to keep changing the actor because the actor got too fat because (laughs) he was doing all the promos and stuff. So he'd get too fat and then they'd need to get a new one. And I thought, actually, and I say this as a bigger person myself, there is an obesity crisis. I do think that mm. we don't talk enough because I actually, whenever people would criticize me about my way on a sort of superficial level, it would make me defensive and not listen, but actually on a health level, I think it is important that people understand that, you know, I, mm. I read a book and this woman said that food is not addictive, but drugs are, and they're putting drugs in your food because they have scientists that make the exact amount of sugar and salt combination that you're going to want to keep coming back to, and it gets that mm. kind of monkey part of your brain that, that, you know, seeks a reward. And I think the idea that Ronald McDonald kept getting too fat so they made him a cartoon, I think if you're going to have... A mascot to entice children to eat shit. They should be a fat mascot. <laughs> that <laughs> <Rocky> <laughs> McDonald. Like I think you should have like Tony the Tiger, and he's lost a leg due to like type two diabetes. <laughs> I think you should have, you know, like the Michelin Man. The Michelin Man actually is exception because he's selling tires, but is quite fat. So I think that all <laughs> mascots should look like the Michelin Man, but. <laughs> Be selling junk food, so yeah, don't queue for McDonald's. That's my tip to
1: you.
0: Excellent, Kaylee, you're a
1: I think that Daisy's massive rant about McDonald's was saying <laughs> don't queue for McDonald's, but really it's don't eat McDonald's. That's what your tip was. You didn't really talk about the queue at all. I hate McDonald's. You know, I agree with pretty much all of your rant, but I think that you put your little top tip in disguise because you wanted to have a little go at Ronnie MG. No, Ronnie MD.
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> I mean, she she does have a point. A lot of that. Uh, yeah, of that excellent, uh,
0: excellent, 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 <laughs> Kaylee. Thank you. It is a good point. Something I was thinking myself. I feel out. Ladies, really great, really, really great round once again. Don't monopolize cues, which yeah, class system like hello, and don't cue for McDonald's. Also, while we're talking about McDonald's, have you seen the founder, Daisy? It's a movie with Michael Keaton and it's about the founder of McDonald's and he oh, was I watched that. It, yeah, it's really interesting. And he was one shady mofo.
2: Um, can uh, I, Molly, am I able to get a bonus point because I didn't rebut Kaylee's by saying I think you should be able to pay for keys and there should be a system of privilege for people. No, I was no. So tempted to do it just to watch Kaylee explode. And then I stop myself. And I think that is a lot of (laughs) self-control for me.
0: No, that was your decision. And so you do not get an extra point for that. Oh, I love the... um, Sorry. You're desperate, Daisy. Keep it in. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) I just wanted a point for
1: behaving
2: Ryanair, sorry. Just quickly, whilst we're on Ryanair, they applaud themselves and they do a fanfare for arriving on time. And that is the logic I want extended to me. Kaylee. you know, I want... Daisy, you didn't purposefully wind up Hayley or call her a hippie. Bonus point.
1: Daisy, well, you, you know can, what? You can do that. I've made peace with you, you doing that. However, it's really cool to have like a special episode where you don't do
0: that. So it's really, it's really versatile. I love how all that love that was between you two has now gone. gone. Okay. So <laughs> let's look at this round though. So. Also another good point, I think Daisy, you made food are drugs and it's true. Did you, did you know that sugar, the effect of sugar in your brain is the same effect that cocaine has? Yeah, Mm. I read
2: that. I would believe it. Yeah, it's
0: totally true. Okay. So for this round, I'm going to get a lot of, a lot of good stuff, but I'm going to give Two points to Kaylee. Yay! Don't monopolize the Q system because I think that is completely true. It is a class system. It's separating. It's also like it almost will be like a snake eating itself. Though in some ways, thanks Ryanair for charging some people because eventually I won't need to pay them. To- go faster because, you know, all those people will. So two points to Kaylee for that. I am going to give a point, you know, Kaylee did make a a good point that Daisy didn't really address not queuing for McDonald's. It's really just don't go to McDonald's. However, I do agree with Daisy. Just don't go to McDonald's. It's terrible for you on multiple levels. So I'm giving Daisy a point for that. So that's an extra point because I didn't address queuing, but I did agree the with that. The only it. thing
1: is, though, if we start telling
0: people not to go to McDonald's,
1: a lot of people are going to lose their jobs, guys. That is true. Just that is true. But I don't we'll know. Hopefully... It's a tough one, isn't it? It, it is a tough one.
0: No it one is only... a tough one.
1: Okay. Maybe, like,
0: limit how much you go there. There you go. Limit how much you go to McDonald's. Because to be honest, like, it's all about balance, right? If you have yeah. a McDonald's once a month, that's not going to kill you, right? Mm. My dad, um,
2: sorry, just quickly, my dad said something the other day about McDonald's that I thought was inherently selfish. And this is so my dad. He went, well, I could see why people queue up because the mother is is obviously tired and, and doesn't want to cook the children food. You know, she's probably exhausted having it at home all day. And I was like, dad, why is the mother making dinner? Why can't yeah, the father dad. make dinner? And he was like, don't show off.
1: <laughs> <laughs> but you know, on... On that McDonald's thing, when I was little, my cousin was the manager of McDonald's. Mm-hmm. We used to go to cheerleading in McDonald's, but we'd have to walk through the kitchen where they're cooking all the burgers and the chips, all the children would. And it wasn't cheerleading, it was then baton twirling. Yeah. I went, yeah, did that for a little while. And then when, whenever we were doing the parade in the town, we'd have to walk back through McDonald's. Everyone's just sat in there. And it was the time when you had a smoking area in McDonald's. Yeah.
2: That's so um, mad.
1: Yeah, and my mum was a smoker, so we would always be sat in the smoking area with our little like. Oh, the toys were really good back then. Yeah,
0: that was nice thing about. I I, I actually remember McDonald's. It used to be a treat to me when my parents were. The happy meals. One of the meal. many times. Well, I would get the Big Mac. Um, <laughs> I loved. I loved the Happy Meals, but then I. I love a Big Mac. Oh, it's so good! And I when love the child you got a Big Mac. That's hilarious. I know. I wasn't. I was a child. I think by that point, I was. I mean, I guess I was like thirteen, and I was like fourteen, fifteen. Oh, okay, sorry, Ms. I was a teenager, and because my, my parents would when when they were trying to get their marriage back together, one of the many times they would have date night, and if I was good, I would get a Big Mac, Jeez. and then I found a hair in my fries, and I never ate at McDonald's again. No, that's fair. Um, And also, my brother worked at a McDonald's and they treated him like dog shit. So, yeah. Anyway.
2: Did you guys ever go to a McDonald's birthday party? Ah,
0: yes. They were actually really fun.
2: You got to see an ice machine. Does anyone remember that?
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I was fascinated. It's just so unhygienic having little kids running around the kitchen know.
2: where the
0: food is prepared. They don't do it anymore. They're yeah. not allowed. Yeah.
2: <laughs> no. Such a good point.
0: I don't know if this is still the case, but the milkshakes aren't actually made of milk. It's like powder.
2: What? I never yeah. knew that.
0: That's the same. Yeah, it's gross. Anyway, is gross. watch The Founder. But my brother had told me that. Anyway, back to this. We are now with that. Oops. We are now. Uh, oh, shoot. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Sorry. I put ticks in the wrong places but so anyway but with that we are now with Kaylee at 5 points Daisy at 4 oh, so Kaylee is I the survivalist of the week Kaylee has survived <gasps> cues yay congratulations Kaylee that brings us actually even i think at this point now i think so i can't believe i came back i never thought you i did. would so you did you did <laughs> you did okay ladies that was surviving cues any final thoughts Oh, wait. Moon Cohen. <laughs> I
2: do think it's fair she could do her theme tune if she wins. <laughs> I normally tell Kaylee off for singing, but the pure excitement of being able to go moon cohen when you win it seems it would seem petty of me to take it away. With, so
0: yeah, with her sticks. Yeah, that was that, nice.
2: that was quite sweet.
0: Okay, we have been how to survive your life, how to survive cues. If you like us, please like us wherever you get your podcasts and subscribe and please tell someone, tell the McDonald's employees, (laughs) tell the people you see in queue, tell your grandma, tell your mom, tell your cat. And we will see you here. See you, hear you listen to you, talk to you next Monday. You can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at, at, how the number two survive pod and on Facebook at how to survive your life podcast. You can also email us at how to survive your life pod at gmail.com. All one word. Goodbye. Theme music by.